Audio morning brief for the U.S. grain markets, 8.07 a.m. Eastern Time, September 11th. I'm Rich Paz for Critical Point. Tomorrow we'll get the USDA monthly report. And I don't have a special number in yields. I just feel like yields ought to come down a little bit in the USDA numbers. But I don't know as they're coming down a large amount. Don't particularly care. I'm just waiting on the data and see how the market responds and plug it all into uh, the model. Uh, towards the end of this update, I'll have a comment about uh, weather and the R model uh, going into next year, and I'll also have a comment about the U.S. dollar index. All right, um, <clears throat> the market overnight picked its head up a bit, but is having a problem with the five-day average for the December corn futures. Currently, the model saying there's a chance for a level four bottom today, and the market will move higher into tomorrow's USDA report. Now, tomorrow is the first day for a level three top. So any level four top from tomorrow into Friday <clears throat> can be a level three top. And when we get the level three top, the market ought to pull down. So as when I look out into next week, the market ought to be pulling back down. But uh, the market can bounce at least in tomorrow, then pull down. It can bounce beyond. So the door is open for a chance for a friendly USDA report. I think overall, this corn market's going nowhere. It's just going to fluctuate between, say, 470 on up to maybe 490s for quite a while. Okay, now, if it starts trading below the low of Friday at 482, if it does it today, it may be a trap into a level 4 bottom and still bounce tomorrow, but I'd be concern there's something wrong that the market just wants to move lower into next week's level three bottom okay but ideally this market ought to be able to bounce a little bit now it may not bounce beyond 490 491 uh the higher objectives i had last week of 495 to five bucks or so still valid but they could wait for weeks from now they don't have to occur now that in fact this seems too high price to me the daily indicator, or the favorite daily indicator, is slightly above mid-range. Is trying to roll over towards a sell signal, even while the overnight market's trying to pick its head up. So I'm not sure what that means, because mid-range can be a secondary sell signal as well as buy signal. Um, but you could argue there's room to go down and room to go up. So if they can trade <clears throat> above the overnight high... At 486, I think that's kind of positive for the bulls. And as it gets near uh, Friday's high of 488 and three quarters, I think that would be uh, more positive evidence we're on the right track. And again, the market seems to be fluctuating near the five day average. So watch that. So not a lot going on. We got to wait for the U.S. to report. You can make an argument when you look out to next week, corn's going down. When you can make an argument this week, it ought to go up. So in other words, up first, then down. And the same thing for today, it may be down all day and then up tomorrow, but it's looking like it's trying to start that level four upswing into tomorrow. Uh, other than that, really not much going on. And for the bigger picture, I don't see a lot of upside downside for a while yet, but I'm staying focused with that idea. Even though the market could go lower for those larger trends into October, it can bottom this month and a still larger trend when looking out the end of October on into mid-November, I can see the market going up. <clears throat> I think I'd rather focus on that larger trend and focus on the chance for a seasonal up move beginning 
and the first leg higher of a business cycle bull market into next year. All right, let's move on to the November soybeans. Now, the November soybeans look a little firmer than the corn right now, and but they can top today for the level three, whereas corn should top tomorrow. I'm going to give a little more chance and go with the idea beans don't have to top until Friday just like the corn. I think there's a little more upside here. I think there's a chance the report can be neutral to slightly friendly, even if it's slightly unfriendly, bearish maybe. I'm not convinced there's a lot of downside for either market here. Uh, daily indicator is leaving oversold, is trying to be bullish, but it doesn't have a spread to it. It's not suggesting uh, lingering upside momentum. It's saying we're either just getting started or this is a fake out and it's going to go lower. So if it trades below Friday's low at 1352.5 for the November soybeans, I would be concerned it wants to go all the way down to maybe 1340. Okay, but in the meantime, it looks like there's a chance it might recover to about 1383. I now question the 1393 to 1401 to 1409 that I mentioned last week, but it's still on the table. Okay, uh, at least the market is trying to push through the five-day average a little better than what the corn market's doing. I'll give the bulls a chance here, um, but again, USDA report may turn the market negative and yes i do believe there will be some selling in corn and beans next week now as we move to the <clears throat> december wheat uh if i can find the chart <clears throat> it's gone to a new low today and the market could very well go lower into next week for the wheat market i think we've seen a level three top that may be a problem for corn okay don't know for sure but the daily indicators acting quite bearish this morning, but that could change by the close of the day. After all, it's a daily indicator. Uh, like the other markets, there's a chance for a level four bounce by tomorrow into the USD report, but it just looks like sideways to lower into next week for the wheat market. Now, uh, that's all I've got for you for the markets here. We're basically just waiting on the USD report. I don't know if there's any great insight and no signals here to get bold or bared up in all these markets. Uh, at this time, okay? And that's talking very short-term, other than I favor a chance to bounce into tomorrow. Now, let's talk about some farther out things that are going on. The uh, R model, I did some research over the weekend, and I have some scientific sites that pulls in some input data that's only used to re reactivate the model. It's not used to make any kind of forecast from within the model from the model, okay? Um, what I've noticed is the hourly data and daily and weekly data is starting to have an influence on the month of September when we may see a reversal compared to August. And that reversal, if we get it, and it may take a few months to feel confident that it has occurred, but uh, that would re reactivate the R model and then the R model would say there's going to be a crop problem, maybe even many as three crop problems or some consecutive years, anytime from 2024 to 2028. Well, that's the right kind of range that the Gleisberg cycle could work. It also, at least for 2024, would overlap with the C model, which is nothing more than cyclical behavior of temperature, precipitation, uh, yield, and production, but on a yearly basis. 
And that model has been saying crop problem 21 to 24. So this 24 is last year. It would be nice if the R model would happen overlap with that. That may actually increase odds we can get a problem. So it is something fascinating to watch, but nothing has really changed at this moment. Okay, it's just something uh, to think about. Okay, now dollar. I put up a long-term dollar video. I probably talked a little longer than I should have. Uh, I don't know if it's anything dramatic, and I may have talked as though I was slapping myself for not being more aggressive on the long-term side of the dollar, but I'd already been thinking months ago that the dollar was probably going to bottom this year and move higher into next year, and I may have implied that I didn't know that was coming. Uh, no, knew it was coming, but I really wasn't paying enough attention to the dollar model that the bottom is in place. And there were some hedge fund guys that were really betting hard on the downside, and I thought I'd give them a little more time to be right before betting against them, and that's a little unusual for me because I love to bet against some of those people. <laughs> but at any rate, uh, long-term bottom in the dollar, and the dollar can actually work higher towards the end of this decade. That's a little bit different, and I'd been saying I was unsure where the dollar was going by the end of this decade. Now I'm feeling rather positive the dollar is going higher towards the end of this decade. That may or may not cause some problems for commodities and a variety of other things. The increment within that bull market for the dollar is higher into 2024, meaning maybe the dollar backs off in 2025, okay? For the moment, I think the rise in the dollar is not interfering with my stock market forecast but it may interfere with any kind of bullish outlook for commodities and may be supporting my idea. Commodities are probably going lower in the 2025. It's just they may be higher for a while in 2024 and specifically crops, grains, because of a weather problem that it can cause a bull market that's really inside of a larger bear market or a market that's going nowhere. Okay, so keep that in mind. I don't know how this is really going to work out with this dollar. Obviously, if it surges, I think it's problematic for commodities, even the U.S. economy and the stock market, unfortunately. But I don't think it's a major factor even then, okay? I think I'll still win on the stock market, at least, of being bullish into next year. Um, so it's something to monitor. What does that really mean for the dollar? And we can see demand is back for the dollar around the world. Countries are using it a bit more than what they had, say, last year and prior years. Uh, so it's nice to see in a way. I think this is positive overall uh, for the economy, but it's, it's iffy. Dollar traders can be a bit uh, weird. But just keep that in mind. We may see the dollar index at 110 to even up as high as 125 looking out to next year, although the higher I calculate it, the longer it may take to actually get there. Okay, So uh, just keep that in the back of your mind of how these commodities might trade here. This may be more negative for commodities and actually positive for the stock market and economy, okay? So uh, just think about that, and I'll discuss more of that probably in the weekly update, but I think if you go see that long-term video, you'll get at least an understanding of how the dollar's going to work, but I'm not so sure I have a good understanding just how is that going to relate to commodities, stocks, and economy, and what's really driving uh, that dollar uh, move. 
And how's that also going to relate to interest rates? Because in my opinion, interest rates are going down into 25, and this means that uh, the dollar would normally go down. But I think what the dollar is telling us is there's really no risk of uh, very high inflation and that the economy is growing. And there's also a chance that uh, the Federal Reserve is not going to lower their interest rate anytime soon. So even if they're done raising it, um, they just don't have to lower it. And that can keep rates. And maybe the dollar is just saying it's not high enough to fully have dialed in this interest rates. And keep in mind, the dollar also is a uh, relationship thing with all the other countries and their interest rates and their economies, okay? It may not have a lot to do with us, but for some reason, people are using the dollar around the world for more business. I think this is a positive sign for the economy. When I had been concerned, it would be negative. That may be about the only flip that I've done. At any rate, the model is still on track saying, well, even though this is significant for the dollar, it may not be significant for what we're looking at in commodities, stocks, and economy, at least for a while. All right, uh, have a great day. Past results are not necessarily indicative of future results. Keep in, uh, keep in mind, tomorrow we have uh, the USDA uh, report, and tonight another crop condition report, which it's late enough now that I could care less about dialing in crop conditions and less about dialing in drought monitor maps and weather, okay? I think all that stuff now waits till. Uh, next year. Thank you.